welcome, ladies. Hi. Hi. Uh, I hope that everyone, uh, all of our listeners, have been enjoying this series on Be Redeemed. We've talked about um, Sarah last week. Mm -hmm. Then the week before, we talked about Tamar's. The three Tamar's. T3. T3 is good. And then uh, the week before that, we talked about Rahab. So I hope everyone has enjoyed these last few episodes. I have been amazed by the stuff that has come out of we really have not done a lot of old testament Mm-mm. like mm-hmm. focused podcasts not before. in and depth never, like this not uh-uh. like this it's made me realize like how much i've always enjoyed the old testament more not because i don't love jesus but i love there's so much more story yeah it's a little bit more, more history yeah. yeah it kind of just puts like things in perspective yeah better and the new testament is so much more like just letters and instruction i yeah. i feel like but old testament is just this rich story mm-hmm. like i could really get lost in a narrative mm-hmm. there yeah it's cool so this has been awesome and Today, um, we are going to focus on some internal practical application. We've all, mm-hmm. we're going to revisit the women that we've talked about the last three weeks and, uh, and really just dive a little bit deeper in how do we apply this to our own lives. Yeah. Um, so we'll start with Rahab. Okay. Um, do you want me just to do one and then come back and do the other one or do both? Or what, what, I, what Here's what I think. How about you give us just a little quick reminder about what we talked about with Rahab. And okay. Then, and then give us some both of your okay. For her. So with Rahab, we just talked about how um, how God had redeemed her. End of podcast. Is that what it was? <laughs> yes, no. it was about redemption. Actually, shocking. Shockingly wow. enough, no. Rahab was a um, harlot <laughs> who had harbored spies, um, Israelite spies, and therefore was the catalyst for. Um, Israel taking over the entire city of Jericho, but her and her entire family were saved, and she ended up being the mother of Boaz and the great-great-grandmother of King David, and the list goes on until Mm. she is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. So very beautiful story of redemption there. Mm. Um, So my first um, application or reflection, as I've kind of called it, is do you truly feel redeemed from your past? Um, I know from myself and from other women that I talk to, we often let like the dark clouds of our past kind of prevent us from seeing a better future for ourselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rahab was not that way, which I thought was incredible. But we get convinced that our sin was too much or too dark or too ugly and that God truly could not bring anything good from it. Um, and so my suggestion is to read Joshua 2 and Joshua 6 in its entirety. Highlight any key verses about Rahab that speak to your heart and journal your response to God about it um, in a journal. Like yeah. put your, insert yourself in, her, in that story yeah. and just kind of replace her name with your name and her action with your action and you know, the Holy Spirit is going to show you something and quicken your spirit to something that will apply to you in your situation. And I know it's so easy to say, I've been forgiven and to believe you're forgiven, but just because you believe it and you have received it doesn't mean that you walk in that freedom. You Mm -hmm. still can sometimes Mm -hmm. carry it around with you. And it, you know, sometimes it's still tethered to us, even if we've, you know, officially forgiven ourselves, it's just hard to walk it out. Yeah. yeah. So, sure. so that's I would my even add to that because um, you said, "Is there something? How did you say? It? Is there something in your past that you have not that you have um, that prevented you? us from seeing a better future?" Yes. Are you allowing others mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to keep you from being able to see a better future? Because I know that the one thing in my life that I probably um, I hate using the word regret, 
because I just do believe that God works all things together for good. And I think that we learn things and become wiser people because of things that we go through. But I think shame can be associated with those things Mm -hmm. sometimes. But I think there's something in my life that I know that I've dealt with that I'm okay with. I Mm -hmm. really am. But people don't allow me to feel that way. It's not God. Mm -hmm. It's it's people. So when you talk about it with other people, when you try to share it with other people, or maybe when you told people for the very first time, there was so much that it, it made you, made me just kind of like, <gasps> mm, you know, oh, I'm never right. going to tell anybody else about that again. Mm. I, can't, I can't handle that, right? Because it's not how God responds to us. It's mm-hmm. how people respond to us. So Good are you point. even allowing people keeping you tethered to things in your past or stories about yourself that God is just say wide open, hey, mm-hmm. I love you, I forgive you, let's, let's move on right and people are saying i can't believe you did that i can't believe you lived like that i can't believe you made that choice or whatever does that make sense yeah yeah that's great i totally agree with that yeah Yeah, absolutely um so i guess tamar is next yeah okay so um tamar well three tamars uh tamar number one was the daughter-in-law of judah who slept with him deceived him slept with him got pregnant by him in order to obtain her rightful inheritance uh, Tamar too, y'all. This takes some concentration to remember. It does. Do you see me going into like a uh-huh. trance? Yeah, and while I'm you're like, doing that, I'm even going. And Judah came from I know Jacob, and Jacob yes. came from <laughs> Isaac, and Isaac came. Yeah, Sarah. <laughs> okay. So uh, Tamar number two is the daughter of David, who was raped by her half brother Amnon. Um, and then Tamar number three is the daughter of Absalom, who avenged his sister Tamar. Um, and one of the things that we talked about, the common thread throughout all three, three of the stories of Tamar was this thread of inheritance and the representation of a kinsman redeemer. Um, and what I, my first application would be to take a moment and prayerfully consider how your day-to-day life would look like, uh, what, how it would look differently if you actually lived like you were a royal priestess, an heiress awaiting a beautiful inheritance. You know, we talked about how um, for us, Christ is our kinsman redeemer, and we have a beautiful inheritance through him, and that inheritance is the Lord himself. And I feel like we don't live like that. We don't yeah. walk around day to day acting as though we have this incredible inheritance. assurance yeah. and inheritance and worth that's found in Christ and that, that God grants us as his heir. Um, and I think that if we actually lived it and breathed it our lives would look a lot differently mm-hmm. in the day-to-day mine would Clear. I mean I don't do that obviously <laughs> all the time but uh, yeah just every interaction would be different every yeah trial I think we forget it because yeah. I think we're so inundated with the day-to-day stuff in life that we forget truly about the great inheritance that yeah. we forget about the story of redemption we yeah. live again in constant do mode yeah, mm-hmm. but I've got to do this, and I've got to do that. And if I don't do this, this person's going to let this person down. Because we're that trying to down. find our worth in this. That's things. right. That's right. And we put so much on that that we forget about the freedom of the inheritance. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, my second thing would be write down the qualities of a kinsman redeemer, and remind yourself that Jesus has promised to be all of those things for you. Mm. Um, it, and I would encourage you to look at, like, go Google kinsman redeemer and just see. It'll be a lot about Boaz probably. But look at all of the things that's listed there and remember, like, that's who Christ is in your life and trust mm-hmm. him to be that in your life. Yeah. I think that's a great point, too, is that um, 
for those who are listening to this, like when we first started Be Still Be Free and I thought about the time I was going to have to sit down and do research on the computer, like that was never really my strong point. Um, I have learned to love my time of research. Yes, me too. I, I totally really, really have. And so I would encourage anyone listening when we say, Google this, look up that, mm-hmm. write this down. Like I would really encourage you to sit down and just try it. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm telling you the words on those pages will pop out and, and the article yeah. or the reference that you're supposed to read I'm telling you, God ordains it. Yeah, yes. He puts it on there for you, and, yeah. and you're going to be like, "Oh my goodness, I just learned so yeah. much." Also, none of us are biblical scholars. No. None of us have been Theology, to seminary or know anything. We, that's what we do. We Google stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like if we can do it, you can do it. That's I right. promise. But even the rabbit trails are yes. so <laughs> sustaining. Like yes. there's so much meat there. In like, oh yes. well, what about this then? And like, help for with me. One thing will lead to another. Will lead to another. And then I'm like, I'm so. Yes far from where I started, but this is amazing. But the Lord, a lot of times will bring that stuff back to you. Like after like doing all this research on Tamar there, I had so much stuff that was just rolling around in my head that Mm -hmm. had no connections. And it was one time Andy and I were talking and he said, you know, you might should look into the Kingsman Redeemer. And, you know, I think that Boaz is called the Kingsman Redeemer. And I said, Boaz, well, he's the one who lists Tamar in as a blessing. And he goes, how did you remember that? But it's because of a rabbit trail I had gone on earlier but it, you know, that's yep. exactly yeah. right. The Lord really does. He yeah. does. And do the I, research. It's if fun. If we can learn to fall in love with the word of God again, this, yeah. as a church, we've got to rediscover the beauty of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yes, we Not do. parts and pieces, the entire thing. And mm-hmm. not what feels good. That's right. Or what's easy. You can't take yeah. one and leave the other. Take the whole story. Yeah. But when you see the scarlet cord mm-hmm. and how it's all woven together that was a rabbit trail that was a rabbit trail yeah and i had no intention of even bringing that up because i didn't realize the connection mm-hmm. so yeah. cool love love i had a hard time putting sarah together and i had even something we were emailing about and i'm like please say a prayer for me because i'm I'm really having a hard time i thought i'd be able to put sarah cuz i just was going to really focus on the ishmael thing mm-hmm. right i was like oh look at what that did the tension you know but then I was like reading all of her life and I was like there were just so many things and I thought this is so real life this is so practical yeah you know doggone it I cussed again today you know or (laughs) doggone it I whatever it is but it's just showing my constant need for for redemption in fact we learned something great in in bible and bsf recently and i loved it it was the difference between you the washing of the feet and when they're at the the table in the upper room and the lord says you if as long as you believe in me you do not need to be bathed but you do need to have the washing of your feet and the difference is, is the bathing part is the salvation part mm-hmm. you believe in me you're saved once saved always saved you don't have to bathe over and over and over again but you do need to daily wash the sin and the dust off of mm. your feet. Cause that's why they washed their feet. Cause they got filthy of mm-hmm. the dirt from the world that they were walking in. And he's saying daily, you need to have the washing of your feet. You need mm-hmm. to wash the sin off. You need to be white as snow. And so basically come to me every day mm-hmm. asking for forgiveness of your sins and wash your feet, yeah, get rid so of that great. and start fresh and new for the next day. And so when you think of that, like, you know, Sarah was just constantly washing her feet. She yeah. never quit believing. Right. She was always bathed. Yeah. But she was just washing her feet. And I think, man, I've got to wash my feet every day. I'm not not believing. Right. But God still used her, even though she constantly had to have the washing of the feet. And he's going to use each of us if we want to be used and we're allowing ourselves to be used. Yeah. 
um, as long as we're just constantly washing the feet. And we're mm. going to have to wash our feet. Gosh, that's so good. Yeah. Isn't that good? That. So that's good. That's really good. I love it. Was yeah. that one of your... No. Oh. I just thought about that. We'll add that into your list. Yeah. So talk about the washing of the feet, people. Um, so here's what I had to say. I just said you need to make a list of three or four times that you did not obey God. Like you just remember a time that you didn't obey or maybe you've lived in sin. Maybe you have a thorn in your flesh or something. Um, identify how God redeemed you through that decision. You know, did he not give you what you were deserved? Did he um, save you from a car accident? Or mm -hmm. I don't, you know, whatever it is. Like there is always a redemption to our sin because if there was no redemption to our sin, we either A, wouldn't be here or B, there would be no salvation. And mm -hmm. so your answer might be, I haven't seen an immediate redemption now, but I know that one that I serve, I know that he died on the cross for my sins and my full redemption will be when I stand with him in heaven someday. It, it may be that simple, but if we can begin to see our own personal redemptive story, I truly believe it will continue to grow our faith and it'll increase increase our boldness mm. to stand for him that yeah. he will be worth us standing for um so often we focus on the things that went wrong how something didn't work out um what we did wrong how we should be so shamed that we can't even see the redemptive story we were talking about that the renewing of your mind mm -hmm. um it's just really important to try to see the good things and not focus on the bad things and then um over the next week or so, write down each time you want to give somebody what they deserve. <laughs> a piece of your mind, taking something away, manipulating them, the silent treatment. Now have mercy on them as God has had on you. Mm. Give outreach your hand, outstretch your arm with mercy and compassion. The way that God constantly outstretches his hand in mercy and compassion and, and, and have that on them. Um, he did it on Sarah. He did it with Tamar. He mm -hmm. did it with Rahab. He did it with Eve. He's done it with each of the women that we've talked to. And if we're to love our neighbors as we are to love ourselves, then that means we need to outstretch our hand and we need to offer compassion and mercy. Yeah. But if you don't make it conscience, you won't make it a habit. Right. If you don't stop yourself in the track and say, man, I just want to beat my kid right now. Man, I want to put... <laughs> Two hour is two hour timeout too long? You right. Know? Like, like, and and for me, I'll be honest with you. This is so stupid, but it is such a stronghold for me. Driving is a stronghold for me. Like, I am more angry in the car than I am. I'm not an angry person. You do live in Atlanta. I do, and I hate it. I was not like that before I moved to Atlanta. I, know. I was like nobody the was most calm. I mean, I've nobody always. Was always been a little fast and I'm an offensive driver, but I'm not an angry, mean driver. I mean, I am just, it brings out the absolute worst in me. And so I, I know this and I know I need to work on it for years. I know I need to work on it and I do try to work on it. I don't know. I think I just need to move away from Atlanta, but you know, for me, even just outstretching my arm and saying, Hey, it's not a big deal. You cut me off. Who cares? You know, because right. really who cares? In the grand so scheme of things. put your brakes on through the green light. That's right. That's right. No, you speed up through the red light. Like, I mean, it really, who puts their brakes on going through a green light? It's green for crying out loud. Go! We are bringing um, out the worst in Sarah right now. We are not talking about driving. But it, this it, might come in handy for my next application. <laughs> so these are those little, those little things, though, that we've got to be willing to look at ourselves and say, yeah, I struggle with that. Yeah. And it affects the way I treat other people. Yeah. 
No, that's really good. But yeah. I mean, bottom line, it does. And the kids see me do it. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Thank goodness there are not going to be cars in heaven. <laughs> I might. That's why I might be one of the first people to get kicked out. I don't know. <laughs> no traffic lights in heaven. No traffic lights. No traffic lights on those streets of gold. All right, everybody. Well, I hope well, I have one more. Got, oh, yeah, no, I didn't do both at the same time. I. Oh, sorry. No, that's it. Was my my bad. Okay, um, one more. Okay, so my last one when it comes to Rahab is. Um, fill in your blank. Okay, so James 2.25 says, even <laughs> even Rahab the prostitute was made right with God by hiding the spies and aiding in their escape. And so my suggestion is to take that verse and put in your name and your sin and your action mm. and personalize it. So like, for example, for me, even Monica the self-loather was made right with God by choosing to believe the truth about how God felt about her. Wow. Oh, that's really good. And that's just write it out really and put it up good. like on your mirror just as a reminder of you can still be made right with God regardless of Love that. the sin. So oh. even Sarah. Even Amber. The, ra- the road rager. The road rager. Was made right with God by extending a hand of mercy to the car in front of her. <laughs> oh, that's Lord so good. That's good that's stuff. Some, that's that's a word God. right there. Well, I hope er- that our listeners really enjoyed this practical application time because it's good to take a moment to be still and really soak up all of the stuff that we have talked about the last three weeks. I would encourage you to go back and listen to them again. And if you're like me, like I like to listen while I'm driving, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's good to go back and sit and listen and take some notes and yep. and really personalize what we've talked about the last few weeks. And, yeah. and these practical applications are some ways that you can do that. So we love you. We hope that you have an awesome week. If you have any feedback based on um, some of these practical applications, head over to our Be Together community group and, and talk to us over yep. there. We love it yep. uh, when we can hear about how these things are affecting your lives because they're affecting ours as well. And um, that's it. We love y'all. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.